The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome into the Palm Lassiter Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. Join us on the show. Today we are live in studio, Demi Lachey, Kurt Feltkeller. Woohoo! Great to see you, buddy. Great to hey. see you back in the city, back in the back in your favorite seat. Your uh, second favorite seat. <laughs> it's my second favorite seat. Yeah. Your second favorite seat. Yeah. No, I'm I'm glad to be back. It was uh it's been a it's been a long week. And I will tell you, it has been when I go to California, my allergies clear up. Okay. Not this time. No? I am suffering you so bad. It. Oh my God! With allergies, it's a lot better this morning than it was last night. But um, my goodness, it's been tough week for me. Man, tough week I'm for sorry me. Sorry to hear that. Uh, that's all right. But business as usual, and uh, today's a new day. Getting on it. Today's exactly. a new day. It's always a new weekend. We got Freaky super Friday. Producer, super producer Joe. You know, I was kind of confused about today because when I pulled up, I saw a Ford truck. You yeah. know, uh, four door. You know, and I was looking for Mercedes Benz. You know, yeah, in that in that spot, you right? And in, in that certain parking spot on a Friday, I was told every Friday I'm supposed to drive this certain car. I think Mercedes S Class. I thought you guys said I had to I had to start driving only the truck. No, well, I thought that was Monday I through Thursday. It was kind of established for that. Oh, just to get so on Fridays. Fridays was meant for. This Mercedes, it's, it's a sport. Oh, so it's that's an S class. That's true. And I was looking for it. Dang it. Now I feel bad. I disappointed you. Well, I got to pick bit. up the pace a little bit. I was just confused on the days. That's it. I'm like, I, damn, I thought today was Friday. It is Friday. And, you know. and I, I clearly misunderstood my marching orders from the team. <laughs> you know, I thought I was taking a lot of crap because last Friday. Last I, Friday was Joe the Benz. Right. And you guys are all going. You know, it's a, you got to just drive. The, we're a Ford family here. I thought we were. I thought we I were. I know. I know. I took that to heart. I said, you know what? You're right. We are a Ford family. I thought we were four guys, but I guess it's Monday through Thursday, except for Dimery on Fridays. Okay. So now, <laughs> you know, you got to quit changing these rules for me. It's okay. I, I can play it all. Just you got to tell me the rules. Well, well then I, when I came in, I realized, you know, it, it did rain last night. could rain today. It's supposed to be raining out here today. So. Oh, I, I gave you a pass. A black car in rain pass. is never a good idea. Right, because my, my car right now is developing the spots already. Yeah, it's just, it's it's oh, tough. Dang. Black black is the most beautiful colored car you can have. It's the most beautiful color. Period. Absolutely, period. <laughs> you know. And, but when it's, when it's dirty, it's so hard to keep it clean. But when it's clean, there's nothing better. You can't touch it. Yeah, you can't. That's why, you know, people wear these black suits. I mean, you just can't touch it. Kurt, I'm going to California on Sunday. I got a text uh, email, whatever you want to call it. I call it a text message. Email straight to my phone. I got a photo shoot to attend, 6 a.m. on a Sunday. Going to California, paid trip. 
It's with Bloom Magazine. I got a friend who does some, uh, you know, does some of her own clothing line. And, you know, I told her, hey, reach out to me. Let me know if anything I can be a part of. And she reached out to me. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of excited. This is awesome because it's going to be amazing to see you in her boxers. Right. Yeah. And whatever Because you're an underwear model. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. That's that's kind of where it starts. That's the bar. You're starting at underwear. I don't I mind starting there. I, I, get I don't it. mind starting and finishing there. So I get it. Um, I'm you better, excited. You better hit the crunches a little bit harder, though. I've, I've been doing a lot of push-ups and a lot of crunches in okay. the past 24 hours. I, <laughs> <laughs> so by Sunday, I can't hold anything down. Like it's to the point I can't hold food down because my abs are just <laughs> they're screaming at you. <laughs> yeah, I always love that. That's great. I'm excited. I, it's a one-day event, but it, it's a start. You know, you know, it's, back in the day. Okay. The old man over here Mm-mm. was the spokesperson for 24-hour Nautilus Health Spas. Oh. And I had a poster and everything, yeah. and I, we had some radio stuff going on that you could win mm-hmm. a date with the post, Nautilus poster guy, and that was me. And that was you. I did all their, their print and their, uh, their TV ads and stuff. So wow. back in the day, I used to do a lot of stuff. L. Larson Jewelers, I was the spokesperson for them oh. as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Lee Optical. Okay. I did oh, yeah. uh, I did a bunch of their uh, national commercials for them. So back in the day, I back actually had had a portfolio and an agent and everything. And Wow. Now, you know, once again, I'm kind of a has-been. <laughs> I couldn't pull off the uh, Nautilus uh, centerfold thing. I'm going to see how this thing goes because if it goes really well, you know, I don't mind uh, st- extending that invitation to you and Kwame, you know. It could be the evolution of clothing line. I mean, oh, you, I see. You, so you don't know. You, you so never know. You just want to. You just want to have the three different generations. I, exactly. Why not? <laughs> it could be cursed generation, whatever generation Kwame want to be in that day, that week. That's right. And then memories. You yeah. know, it's it's that simple. We keep yeah. it simple. Well, you know, I'm pretty conservative <laughs> dressing kind of guy. Okay. I'm I'm traditional. I'm kind of a, you know, everything that I buy. Is pretty much traditional. I, I don't mm-hmm. do trendy very well. Me neither. I'm not a trending. So definitely don't no. do trendy. This would be my first, I guess, uh, trending type of outfit uh, swag wear yeah. that I'll be attending to. So if I see something I like, I might keep it. But yeah. I we'll don't see. know how to show off my underwear with my jeans hanging around the <laughs> bottom of my butt. That's not the main focus. I don't think. Well, that's not. I don't think it Best is. Best I can tell, your generation, that's that's a that's deal. That's the thing, huh? Okay. That's a deal. Come on, you can't tell me that it's not. <laughs> you see it everywhere. I'm going, pull your drawers up, for God's sakes. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but I just think that that's, because you see them, they're walking, they've got a hold, hold it on the left side. Right. You know, hold them up. And right. I'm going, help me understand the purpose here. And then two, if you're going to show off your underwear, Make it worth looking at instead of you know a, a green or a red or I mean have some have some color to it. Okay, they, they, show me something. They want to show off that brand, that underwear brand. You show off your belt, you show off your pants, you show off your shirt. I got the underwear too to go with it. If, if the shirt says Ralph Lauren, then the underwear says it too. I it can't just have drives me. I can't have the Hanes underwear in the Ralph Lauren shirt. Well, you start you start. I'm not Mixed speaking. Matching logos, I, I, yeah. it looks bad. I mean, right, when right, you right. see somebody with Nike shoes, Adidas sweats, oh, and yeah. an Under Armour top. Now you got to bring it together that's, a little yeah, bit that's better doing than that. Too much, yeah, yeah. You, you look like the L.A. Rams. Like it's, <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> hey, a that's good my look. team now, man. That's your team now. That's got to be my team. That can't now. be. Don't do that to the yourself. L.A. Rams. Oh, I'm so disappointed because one <laughs> Fisher's got to go. Right. Let's start there. Right. 
And then they've got no quarterback. Although, I'll tell you what, Case Keenum showed me something the last few games last year. I think they need to give this kid a chance. No quarterback. They have no quarterback, true. But what? No receivers. All right, so speaking of quarterbacks. No quarterback, no receivers in L.A. That's for sure. Speaking of quarterbacks, latest rumor okay. on your favorite, Johnny Manziel. Yeah. There's interest from the Broncos in Johnny Manziel. I seen that and I thought it was I thought it was great. It's a joke. It's not a joke. It's got to be a joke. Kubiak is serious who, about this. Who in their right mind would take on that psychopath? That that cancer in the locker room, that complete irresponsible nobody who's too small, no talent, no nothing. <laughs> Who's going to take that on? He has on? to have some type of talent. He's in the NFL. That to me, uh, clearly it means nothing. He was in Cleveland, Kurt. So was Tim Tebow. All right. You're he, right. And they went to the what? playoffs with Tebow. <laughs> they didn't go to the playoffs with Tebow. They went to the playoffs with that defense <laughs> and that running game. Tim Tebow had nothing to do with it. He got he lucky on the one pass. He got lucky on that one pass that went for, what, 83 yards or something mm-hmm. for the touchdown to win against Pittsburgh? best pass of his whole career. You're Absolutely. Right. It was, but it was a, <laughs> it was a seven-yard pass that went for 83. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of hearing about Johnny Manziel. Mm-hmm. I, he, in my, he's burned every bridge. He's totally irresponsible. He's a child. And it's only been, what, two years? He, he's yes. been in NFL two, but, three years. But not only that, but he's too small. He is too small. He's going to get broken like an old dried-out stick. Yeah. Well, when you got a defense like the Broncos do have, I'm, I'm not speaking for I – think, I think it is stupid. I'm going to be honest with you. It, it's dumb for them to have, even have an interest tying into this. Now, I did hear rumors now if uh, Tyrod Taylor do not sign an extension that the Broncos are looking highly on signing him – to a long-term deal, that's that's a that's a great fit for Tyrod Taylor. Um, yeah, I, think I don't have a problem. He's shown money. some. He's shown some skill. Yes, he's, he's shown, shown that some he can skill start in the NFL. Yes, and NFL. that he can throw the ball from the pocket, but he also utilizes his legs in the best way. Mm-hmm. I think he's Tyrod Taylor to me is much more Russell Wilson than mm-hmm. than people give. Uh, him, he's not a running quarterback like Cam Newton. No, Cam is such an aberration. Mm-hmm. Everybody says, "No, this is the new way." It's gonna. No, it's not the new way. Nobody is going to be Cam Newton. Right. Nobody's going to have his speed, his strength, and his ability to throw the ball. Good luck Nobody's got that. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Nobody. I, I hate hearing. Well, Carson Wentz is a lot like Cam. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's nothing like Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Nobody is like Cam Newton. I get sick and tired of hearing that, too. I'm on a rant today. I'm, you are. I'm really sick and tired about a lot of things. You are. I'm in a bad mood, apparently. You juiced up today. Jeez. So spe- speaking back to Johnny, um, I don't think he deserves another shot, especially at a starting role, because I know they brought in Mark Sanchez. I don't want him sitting on my <laughs> bench. I don't want him cleaning up the locker room. Why would they even... Put this out. You're the Super Why? Bowl champion. You're like you're you're a national Super Bowl powerhouse pro organization now. I've know? decided that clearly John Elway must be a narcissist because this is the only way he can garner attention. Well, he's looking for a new challenge, I guess. I don't no, know. No, that's not a new challenge. That's just that's just <laughs> that's, that's stupidity. That is just plain stupidity. He must really crave the attention and feels like he made a mistake with Osweiler. He never had yes. a chance to really bring him back anyway because based on the reasons that Osweiler left. 
mm-hmm. he, he wasn't going to change that. Mm-hmm. But but he certainly did nothing to help their situation by not even offering a contract before they go to the combine. Right. I mean, that's a joke. This is supposedly your next guy, and they had they were awfully cocky. So I don't know. They are. They they definitely are, in especially with that defense, in which everyone's speaking about. But honestly, I wasn't even a big Osweiler fan before he got to the Broncos, when he was with the Broncos. I know he had his little time where he did start a couple games, but like you say, he had a great defense. You got Demarius Thomas. You got Vernon Davis at the time. The dude was 5-1. and one. He was. I mean, but I think anyone besides a Johnny Menzel-type quarterback could step into that role. But you and I wouldn't the- be surprised they went 5-1. and one. Case Keenum, if he stepped sure. in that role— I- I wouldn't be surprised they won five. But Case Keenum, I think, actually has some talent. I, I think that there's some quarterbacks here that actually have a talent mm-hmm. you've got to stick with and, and grow. I think we're going to see this year with Brock Osweiler, we're going to see him do quite well um, with Houston. You think so? Oh, absolutely. Because they've got the – with Lamar Miller coming over there. Yes. And, yeah, I think they're going to be – It's a great safety valve, especially oh, in the passing game. And, and their defense passes. is fractionally less – than Denver. And in fact, I would propose to you that their defense this year will be better than Denver's. Than Denver's defense? Of, look at everybody they've lost. Well, they are playing in the AFC South. So, but, and well, the, the AFC, what, East, in which the Broncos are in? Um, you mean West? West, I'm sorry. Yep. They've gotten better all around. So the Bronco, the Raiders' offense. Broncos have lost. San Diego probably took, took a fall, but Kansas City, I think, is, is getting better, has gotten better. Uh, the Raiders are, I think they they may be the favorite to win this division as a dark horse right now before the draft. We still have an NFL draft. I don't even think they're a dark horse anymore. Right. I think they are the favorite. I, I won't be shocked if they go 11-5 and five or 10-6. and six. I, w- I was reading an article that they may have the best trio, offensive trio, quarterback, wide receiver, uh, running back duo in the NFL, arguably. Yep. But I'm like, who's their running back? Latavius Murray? But I guess he's a big – He's, he's, a big he's a big dude. Yeah, I mean he's 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 Demarco Murray. Oh boy, we, we don't want to go there. It, it's time in Tennessee. I, I yeah, I can't wait to see what that's gonna look like. Kwame Lasser Sports Talk Show. We here on this beautiful Friday for right now before the rain hits. Kurt Fell Keller, Demi Lachey. We're gonna take a quick break. After the break, we got a lot more sports to talk about. The Masters is up. Jordan Spieth leading the way. NBA World, San Antonio Spurs, uh, Warriors matchup last night. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. 
We've got spring fishing fever, and this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, the boys will set out to stretch a line, and tagging along will be the Canadian sensation, J.P. DeRose, from J.P. DeRose Breaking Boundaries on WFN, our very own catfish expert, Cat Daddy, Major League Fishing and Bass Elite Pro, Mike McClellan, and it's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network, Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Yeah, it's your national underground, thunderbounds when I stop the ground. Like a million elephants, a silverback, a ranger tank, you can't stop the train. Who wants to go come? Hey, welcome back, welcome back again to Carb Blaster the Sports Talk Show. I'm pretty sure that is not Bach. That is not D minor. That is far from a D minor. Ladies and gentlemen, Kurt Felkeller in the building once again. Ooh. Wake up. Super producer Joe had to wake us up hey, on this Friday. Do you think I'm not awake, Joe? Is that what you're telling me? I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> Actually, Demery's been looking at me and going, what did you have before you came into the studio? <laughs> hey, that was the last time last week you are going to put me on blast about the music. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wake-up call. Curry oh, telling you to wake goodness. up. You do look a little tired. You, you look sleepy, man. I I feel tired, but I'm hey, I'm all in. I'm here. I He's on an allergy come down. <laughs> you know, I kind of am, and and I'm suffering. I I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm suffering. So, oh man. Oh well, I'll be all right. You got all weekend, I guess, to, to get it back up. I know that's true. And you, you do have the Masters to watch to tune into. I know. Now yesterday's show, Kwame had called in, and uh, he was too lazy to get up from his home. From his couch, sure. So, you know, we kind of did a prediction. I mean, obviously, the, the uh, Masters had kicked off, teed off, and uh, you know, he predicted his his top three, and then he left out. He's like, "Don't forget about the dark horse and Phil Mickelson." His top three were not not in any order. I think he, he had uh, Jordan Spieth in there. He had uh, Rory and Jason Day. Way to go out on a limb, Kwame. Right. Wow! <laughs> right, and he said those the dark are probably horse, the two favorites. Dark or horse, three favorites. Phil Mickelson, and I went with Ricky Fowler, Spieth, and uh, Jason Day. No particular order. I mean, both of you guys should have known something, though. What? What is that? So Jason Day is hits the ball higher by a considerable margin than any other player on the PGA Tour. And knowing that this week was going to be heavy wins mm-hmm. and and a lot of uh, blustery wins and circulating wins where they weren't coming from any consistent direction. Right. I knew Jason was going to struggle. And yesterday when the wins came up, he was five under. Mm-hmm. The wins came up, mm-hmm. went right back to even mm. in a matter of four holes. Went from five under to even. Mm-hmm. So I think I think Jason Jason may not even make the cut, although the cut line at this Masters may end up being the highest it's been in a long, long time because of the conditions. Today right. it's going to be even windier than yesterday. Yeah. So, um, so it'll be interesting. But I, they're also saying that uh, Jordan Spieth game is going to pick up with the, with the wins. Well, because he's used to playing in the wind. He's he's a wind player. He okay. likes playing the ball down out of Texas. That's going to help him a lot uh, because he does like playing in the wind. 
So I think, but here's the other thing about Jordan Spieth. Mm-hmm. Do you realize in his entire career, in every time he's played the Masters, he's never shot around higher than 69. Throughout, higher. Throughout his whole career on average? No. Ever. At the Masters. He has oh, not at the shot, Masters. Okay. He has not shot over 69. Dang. So he's never shot around in the 70s. So basically what you're saying, it's it, the field versus Jordan Spieth. From I think absolutely from experience a, from uh, what's happened in the past. If Jordan shoots sixty nine or better today, I will predict he'll go into the third round with at least a four shot lead. At least that's a big lead. That's a big lead going into the weekend. See, I, I don't have a lot of golf experience, but I know four shots up is a lot. That's a lot. Yep to to make up, especially on on a, in a major. And on the tour. So while you guys both make great picks with Spieth, mm-hmm. it certainly isn't going out on, on a limb. I think, you know, Rory's used to playing in wind and bad conditions, so I think he'll be okay. Right. I, I think, unfortunately, unfortunately, our uh, day boy is not going to make it. He's not going to make wow. it. He is going to, he'll probably shoot over par again today. You think so? I w- right I now he's two. He's, he's two under today. Two under today? Overall, he's, he's two How under. How many holes? Uh, let's see, through eight. Okay, so that's not bad. So, that's, so he's two under he's, in the first eight up. holes. He's picked it up. But Wendy is going to start to continue to. On that back nine. Yeah. But he, hmm. Jason Day, I mean, obviously he, um, he's he got to figure out how to play in all this stuff. But mm-hmm. I think you're going to see, I think you're going to see a lot more Europeans at the top of the board than we're used to at the Masters. Because of the wind? Because of the conditions and the wind, yeah. Hmm. Yep. Now, Sergio Garcia yesterday. Serge. Three under. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Sergio, though. He's a, he's a big name that yeah. could last till Sunday. That could give Spieth a little challenge, Serge. maybe, who can catch him. Serge is still a notorious choker. <laughs> and so Notorious? I, yes. Damn. Serge has choked all the time, and I, I would expect for him to choke once again here. I, I don't – yeah, I think Danny Willett is probably um, – is probably a, a good pick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's just I, I, it's going to be quite European field. And as I'm looking at this on the screen, it there, there it's already starting to show. There's very few. The American flags are really quite sparse. Yes, they're they're all Europeans. No, they're like, yeah, they're rising just, to the top. And in, in what you just said and predicted, um, Rory McIlroy. Um, I don't know. To me, I don't think he's been that relevant late as of late on a top leaderboard, but you have to respect yeah. this game for what he did in the past. Yep. This Masters, you know, and Kwame, in which he quoted as, this is the number one champion, his concept of award-winning ceremonies in which an athlete, you know, this is his biggest Yeah, he likes the whole jacket. Thing. Yeah, he, yeah. He, likes, he loves the whole jacket. So to get more relevant, I think, or to get – Back into where he was before Rory. I think this is a huge tournament for him to lose. Well, he one his game is built for this course, and Supposedly. two, and two. This is the the only thing he's missing from the career Grand Slam. I mean, granted, he's mm-hmm. a young kid. He's, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's still a young young kid, and we're talking about he can he can finish his career Grand Slam already. I mean, that's just. That's just insane. It's but just absolutely insane. Today in this in this day and era and 
you know, with the, in which the era we're living in right now, it seemed like it's a lot of pressure on doing it while you're young. I don't understand why the well, pressure. I mean, because, you know, you get your Tiger Woods, who, who won this at a young age, and then just in any sport, you know, guys who pretty much start dominant in this era, especially yeah. like a LeBron James, you're dominant from the get-go, from the beginning. And it seems as if, you know, I don't want this to start to haunt his career if he doesn't get back into it in the next year or two to get that green jacket. He'll be he'll be fine. But here's the thing, mm-hmm. and you hit on this. Tiger Woods, what Tiger Woods has done is truly impacting the game now more than ever. Because you look at all these guys, all of them were Tiger Woods fans. Right. They all got into golf in a big way because of Tiger Woods. And you look at the fitness level of all of these guys now. Rory mm-hmm. McIlroy, two years ago, was a chubby kid. Mm-hmm. He was your typical, you know, chubby golfer. Wow, okay. And today, you look, the dude yeah. is ripped. He got commercials with him lifting weights. Oh, mm-hmm. heck yeah, look at him. Yeah. He is ripped. Why do you think he wears everything tight? That's when Tiger started wearing, you know, medium shirts to mm-hmm. show how ripped he was. Everybody, as you see them all, there are no big b- bellies anymore. Like you used to see right, everybody. Right. <laughs> nobody was in shape on the PGA Tour. Tiger Woods has changed this game, and now you're seeing real athletes mm-hmm. play this game. And that's why I think over time we're going to continue to see it, it has just changed. And mm-hmm. while it's young, these are all the Tiger Woods protégés. Mm-hmm. These are all the ones who, who were inspired because of Tiger Woods and because Tiger Woods has changed the game of golf to athletes. Right. No longer the guys who couldn't do any other sports, so they hit golf balls all day. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've ran into a couple of guys since I've been out here. So one, one of my good friends, he, he's, he plays in like the programs, and he's only 23 years old. Yeah. But he's starting to get to the point where he just feels as if his time is done on trying to get to a PGA level because he's thinking, like like you just said, like we just talked about how these younger kids are starting now, these younger athletes are, you know, tossing into basketballs and footballs and picking up a golf club yeah. at a young age and they're starting to pick up now. And I'm like, dude, you're 23. Like some of these guys play till they're 40. You know, uh, Tiger Woods is, is a robot now. And he, they knew he was going to become a robot from his old coaches saying, you know, because how much power you bring to the game and how much you're playing at a young age thus far, you're going to need surgery in the future. Yeah. So that's what I'm telling this guy. I'm like, yo, you're 23. Like, why set a standard? Why set a bar? Golf is an ever-going sport from what I I know. I I don't have a lot of experience, but I, I try to listen a little bit. Yeah, it's a golf game. It's a game that you can play for a long time. Absolutely. Now, I, I think the challenge is, and and what we see today in golf is that we have more kids coming out better prepared than ever before, mm-hmm. because as juniors they're traveling all over the country playing in big tournaments, mm-hmm. so they get tournament pressure. In college, they're playing more tournaments than they ever have before in college, and so you're seeing all these people play a lot more competitive golf. Then mm-hmm. again, before Tiger, right, there wasn't nearly – Tiger has changed the game not only at the professional level but also at the junior level because now it changed golf so it's cool right. to play golf. It is. I mean, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. I never played golf because it wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. I had the opportunities to learn. But I didn't start playing golf till I was 28 years old. Okay. Wow. And, I mean, I never picked up a golf club. Just finally at 28 years old, I'd say, you know, this, I ought to try something and do this thing. The way so, you talk about it, I would not believe that at all. 
28. Why? Why? Because you just. I'm old. Yeah. I'm dang, old. I keep forgetting about that. I know, right? I don't, I don't like pushing that button with you. Hey, it's okay. Because you wear these tight shirts. I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's I got to start. It's a threat. I got to start wearing more medium shirts. Yeah, like don't wear these tight shirts around me. I feel threatened. Like. <laughs> Amen. Oh my! Stop it! Stop it! That's why you know what, Joe. He used to come to the gym with me at the same time I did. Now he doesn't come in there anore Because you know why? Well, right, right. Hey. Oh, you're what? funny. You guys Tell are all speak on it, Joe. funny. Speak on it, Joe. No, no, no. Well, I think we're done. We're done with this. <laughs> you break it up with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm done with you guys. But golf has changed to athletes now play golf, right. and 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 it is it's it's a mental addiction. Mm-hmm. more than it is a physical game. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what you find why athletes that have been very, very successful in other sports gravitate towards golf because no matter how good you think you are, There's every day else. will humble you yeah. on the golf course. You're going to go, oh, my goodness. I just, I mean, Ernie Els yesterday, six putted. Hmm. Six putted. Uh, seven. Seven putted. Hole number one. Yeah. Seven putted. No, six putt. Okay. Well, I think it was a six putt. Six he chipped on, right? Yeah. So, but we can talk about that more. I could have did better than that. I, I would It'd be hard that. to I can actually anybody say wouldn't and have done speak that. on that. I would have done better than that. He said after the round he was afraid <laughs> to draw the putter back, and you could tell watching on a few of those oh, short man. putts that he missed yeah. right at the end. I mean, he, he was just shaking. Yeah. And he's a foot away, and he misses the entire cup from a foot away. It was unbelievable. It happens to the best of us. Well, I, not to you, though, Joe. <laughs> not to you. I've seen you on the golf course. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Carmen Lester Sports Talk. Uh, we're going to take another break. After the break, we're going to get into the, to more of the book. Kurt's book has now opened. And we will also talk about the Warriors and Spurs, NBA world. Carmen Lester Sports Talk Show. We'll be right back. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With two school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping want to play the ponies join us every week for winning ponies with john Engelhart, racing's regular guy where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys trainers agents and handicappers in the world of horse racing this show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies Handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Check it out. 
Yeah. My brother who's known for his rap. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back in to Kwame Lasso Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. Jumping into this third segment on this Friday. That was Friday music right there. That was Friday music. That was Friday music, Joe. That's Friday riding down. Riding down uh, Scottsdale. We decided to bring it this time. I like it. That's what we're going to get into, ladies and gentlemen. This Thank third goodness segment. we don't have a webcam. We're going to get into Kurt's uh, tight shirt. How does he get into it? How does he get out? <laughs> this is going to be a very short segment. Justin said that could be a brand. His tight shirts. Uh, speak on it. Put it on the t-shirt, Joe. Oh Put it on the shirt, God, Joe. I do not. We're about to get those made. Take a couple pics. So we were going to talk about the Warriors, <laughs> as I as I recall. We, yes, and you we know are. what? We are. I want to I want to tie back to the Masters, and the Warriors. I want to see how you're going to do this. Okay, so we talked about how Tiger Woods changed the game of golf into athletes. Yes. And everybody wanted to mimic the way he did everything, from his putting to his chipping, his short game, his long game. Tiger had the entire package and then looked good. Right. Then looked good. Mm-hmm. Hence why Nike has spent billions of dollars building the Tiger Woods brand. Absolutely. We have Seth Curry now in the NBA, mm-hmm. who in my mind is changing the game for our youth today. And here's why I think that. Seth Curry looks like a normal dude. What is he, 6'3", 6'4"? 6'3". Yeah. On paper. So basically a normal looking dude. Mm-hmm. Just a tall, slender guy is what you'd you'd yeah. see him walk in the streets. You'd never say, Oh my god, I'm positive he's a basketball right. player. Only thing that's different about him is he's yellow. <laughs> he's yellow. <laughs> he's gold. That's the only thing that's 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 the only thing that's different about him. He's yellow with green eyes. Well <laughs> it's gonna make you look like what is what but he's a other mix. than that, yeah. yes, his yeah. physique is normal. But his game I think now is changing the way games are played in every playground across the country. Because for the last couple decades, all people talked about is how they could dunk. Mm -hmm. And that's all I saw was kids trying to dunk. You know, they get the lower rim so they could dunk on lower rims. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, it's cool to be a shooter. Oh, yeah. And you've got to be able to make it from anywhere. You come across half court, you've got to be able to fill it up the second you get across half court to be like Steph Curry. Right. You also look at his ball handling skills and his ability to pass. Mm -hmm. And all the things that I truly believe are the game of basketball. Dunking, to me, is not the game of basketball. Mm -hmm. The game of basketball is because of Steph Curry's great handle, best shooter probably to have played the game ever, and I'm going to throw that even over Larry Bird. Okay. I think he is changing the way the game is played on playgrounds all over the country. I agree with that. Woo! 100% agree. That's rare. Um, yeah, no but kidding. but I do agree with it because growing up, playing in, playing basketball in the street, going to watch guys at the park because I was too small, too little, but obviously I'm standing there on the fence watching the guys play. Everybody was dunking on one another. Yeah. Everyone, I mean, little guys, five foot eight, was going up against six foot four men and yeah. just throwing it in their face, or at least they tried to, to get right. the foul. You had to respect the foul. Nowadays, I'm, I'm, paying, I'm playing in pickup leagues. I go out 
in the rec centers, you know, playing with old teammates and whatnot. Everybody's doing a step back, three points, step back, jump shots. I'm talking some guys who are even like six, seven, six, eight, yeah, who should be in the paint just dominating, you know, pick up basketball, uh, stepping back, trying to be like a Kevin Durant, where right. I can shoot this thing too. I don't, ha- I don't want to drive to the basket, right? Pulling up from deep, pulling up from far, and it's crazy to see that you know, uh, just change and go into this direction of. You know, this Steph Curry, like, you know, basketball, this Stepherless is what they're calling it. Yeah. And it, it's making it more acceptable for everyone and anyone to still play this game. I think at one point it got to a, to a point where if you're not a certain height or a certain right. physique, you should be nowhere on this court. Because I play with tons of guys who were like a Steph Curry, like 6'3", right. 6'2", but just lanky, couldn't play any defense, or you didn't trust him on defense in the paint or something, a guy would post him up. Maybe we weren't playing it the right way of his using his abilities, but he could shoot the lights out the gym, but he would never get picked up. Right. Or he only get picked up for one reason. He only be used one way. Yeah. And now you you walk in the gyms. Now I'm looking at high school games. Kids are coming on the fast break, stopping at the three-point line and pulling that thing. Absolutely, all the time. Because the numbers actually are in your favor. If you can shoot mm-hmm. 40% or greater from three-point range, you you're going to score more points. Right, you're going to score more points. It, you just can't live on the 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 two for three type of deal. So, uh, Rodney Rogers, oh. um, he's at our gym. You see him okay. in the gym all the time shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it kind of amazes me because I look at him and he's he's like six foot four, but he's you know two hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah, he's a yeah, massive yeah. guy. He's, a wall. he's always in the gym shooting around and okay. stuff. And, yeah. Um, and I and I watched that, and he was one of the original guys that was just the aberration that was supposed to be a great rebounder, and then he came in the Phoenix Suns, and just all he did was shoot threes. And gain weight. And gain weight, mm-hmm. exactly. Gain more weight and shot threes. So I, I'm just excited because I think what we've done with the game of basketball, to your point, is that we've now opened it up more to the masses than ever before. Right. More kids can play basketball because it's about shooting, it's about passing, it's about it's about movement. Yeah. It's all about that. It's not about if you can't dunk, you can't play. Yeah. So if you weren't if you weren't six five to to seven feet tall, yeah. the game it would have passed you by. So to me, I'm excited about what Seth Curry has done because Steffi's just he's just He's flipping amazing. <laughs> I mean, I'm so, watching him handle the ball and the way he makes people look, just look foolish. Yeah, the it, way he takes ugh. the game away from an opponent's offensive game because they're trying to defend him, it's ugh. a mindset. And I don't care when the players talk about, oh, well, yeah, he's, he's tough to guard, but he doesn't take away anything from an offense. That's, that's, that's bull. Such, that's bull. Yeah, that's no, all 100% yes. bull. Yes. Because he will change, the, he will make you think, I have to make every shot. Or other guy, otherwise, this guy's going to kill me on every possession. Or he's making people actually trying to play defense on him, which they can't. So, yeah. so let me ask you this question. This leads me into the next point in the book. Oops. So the Chicago Bulls, all to a man, say that they would destroy the Golden State Warriors today. Okay. That they would destroy the game. I'm going to offer up two points, and I want your opinion on them. Right. One, the game has changed drastically. Michael Jordan was a great defender, but you know what he was best at? What's that? Hand check. When he hand checked you, mm-hmm. he knocked you over. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was a strong dude, very strong. 
Mm-hmm. And when he hand-checked you, he basically held you in one place. You were mm-hmm. moving with the one hand. Mm-hmm. So, But he can't do that today no. in today's game. No. I suggest to you that all of these Chicago Bulls, the Pippins, the Horace Grants, the, the Michael Jordans, would foul out. Yes. Trying to stay with the Golden State Warriors if played with today's rules. Right. If if it was played back in the 90s, back when Jordan and them set the record, won six championships, yes, the Bulls will dominate the war. I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't say dominate because that boy Steph Curry, he, he can pull from anywhere. And it's, it's, it's effortless the way he does it. Klay Thompson is the same way. Yeah. He's just as good of a shooter. Harrison Barnes is not afraid to get in contact. Draymond Green's not afraid to to, bo- to boss up with anyone, and they don't have any big man in Chicago. Let, let's let's not forget. Come on, Bill Weddington Please. was not a big man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, he was dominant he in the was center. Without, that triangle space. offense could not move and we, work without him. We call those space savers. Oh yeah, just yeah. standing this. That's true. We, he, I have to have five guys on the court. You he have, was mobile as a mountain. <laughs> You're just here. That's true. You're just here on the court. <laughs> Take up this space. Do you realize how many rings he got for just standing around? I could have right. done that role. Yes, you could have. How funny would that have been? A little <laughs> five foot ten white dude sitting down there, you would posting have, up. You would be a NBA coach. <laughs> you would have a team That's like true. the Warriors. That's true. And your name would be Steve Blur. But I'm just saying, like, I. I that's a good. That's a fun argument. I mean, obviously, it's two different games right now than what it was before. I don't know if they will completely dominate. I don't care what series it'll be or when you play this game. I think it'll go seven games, and the Warriors will not get smacked. No, I, I, I respect those those guys so freaking much. Well, I, I get sick and tired, frankly, of the old guard always saying that they would be better. They always do that. They, I know, but I get sick and tired of it. And, and I get sick and tired of really even media baiting these guys into these stupid questions mm-hmm. of, because it, you just can't compare era to era. Right. You just can't do it. The games, the way the games are officiated, I mean, it's like the NFL. Mm-hmm. As a wide receiver, you play back in the in the in the day where, you know, everybody was wearing stickum and you could grab somebody <laughs> and tackle them and throw them down. It wasn't yeah. a penalty. Yeah. I, it just you just can't compare. And I think that we do a stupid thing with the media in trying to bait these discussions because it's truly one that's never gonna have a decent answer. And you're only gonna sound like an ass. By by saying the things that some of these guys are saying, like whether it's baseball or basketball or football, mm-hmm. I don't care what sport you're going to talk about. These guys are jerks, and they sound like idiots. They sound like petulant little children. Right. When when they talk, oh, we'd beat them so bad, we, we'd sweep them. I heard that from Scotty Pippen. I'm going, Scotty, go them. check yeah, yourself. Would have swept them. I don't know. I don't know if Scott, oh. if you can. I don't know. I don't know if you can hold up with Clay Thompson running around on those picks. And Hell no. He said he would keep Curry under twenty. Hell no. Curry could go for twenty in a quarter. He'd go around him so fast. <laughs> He'd go around him so fast. He could. He could beat Scottie Pippen off the dribble anytime he wanted. <laughs> and I just because he can't hand check, he can't tackle him. Yeah. It's not the same game. So quit. Quit. The smartest thing you people can say out there, right? You know, I just enjoy the present time, the way they're playing. You really can't compare eras, right? We were the best of the best, right? And I'm proud to say, but could I compete with them today? There's no telling if we could or not, but they're special. Mm-hmm. And just leave it at that. 
and that's funny, Kurt. Uh, we we gonna turn this into the one big whole segment at the end uh, because you know how that last segment goes so fast. So uh, that's funny you said it. Yesterday we talked about Brianna Stewart, uh, the UConn center, power forward, guard, whatever the hell whatever she, she is. wanna whatever she wanna be in women's <laughs> yeah. college basketball, being regarded as the greatest women's college basketball player of all time. And I caught myself being the Scottie Pippen. The voice of, wait a minute now, hold on. I don't know if I want to call. I know she went four for four, and that's what the game is all about. She does, she, you can't respect it. You, you cannot disrespect that at all. She did it four for four, the only one that's done it. I get that. But I would not call her the greatest player. I would have to see where the UConn come from. What, what even made her interest into UConn? What even made her interest into Gina Oriema? And I still, to this day, I think Diana Taurasi is the best basketball player I've well, ever seen. Well, what about Ann Myers? I don't know Ann Myers. Okay. I know Cheryl Miller. Ann Myers, was, Ann Myers had okay. tryouts with the NBA team. She was that good. Oh, wow. She played oh. on a D-League type of NBA, NBA program team. Ann Myers, and, and granted, this is a long ways away. And, and Cheryl mm-hmm. Miller, you take it the next generation, Cheryl Miller. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Miller was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I, too, am not ready to hand this crown over. But we can talk about it on the other side. Okay. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, we're just going to jump into this break real quick. So uh, after the break, we'll discuss more of greatness being talked about, and we'll hit up Kurt's book even more. So you listen to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show, and we'll be right back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. Take the bitch's ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in host jd harris and ray austin are here to lead the forum from the fans former players owners execs and coaches while inside the man cave you do whatever you like we won't judge we'll even go beyond sports to talk technology current events and entertainment Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Here's that other shit that y'all ain't discovered yet. Yes, I'm running it like the government. Hint, hint. Eric B. nominated me for president. And my pockets is holding trade. Hey, welcome in. Last segment. Last segment. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk Show. Kurt Fell Keller in the building. Demi Lachey. Freaky Friday. It is Freaky Friday. 
It is Friday. It is freaky with all this rain temperature about to come in. And um, I I don't know. I, it, it feels funny when it rains out here. Like, it's just so different because it comes out of nowhere. Like, it just come out of nowhere. Like, in, back in, you know, in the Midwest, yeah. it'll rain for like a week. Like, you know when it's raining. Yeah. And out here, it just comes for a day. And then it gets back to 80 degrees or 90 degrees. I'm like, why even rain? Why even but come that's, now? That's why people are always happy when it's raining out here. People Unlike other, you know, being from the Midwest and things, when it was when it was a beautiful sunny day, you had to gut out and take advantage of it. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, every, out here, you're going, hey, if I don't do it today, I'll get to it tomorrow. <laughs> I'll get out there tomorrow and That's enjoy true. the day. But for me, I actually, I become happier when it's cloudy and rainy and cool. I, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that feeling now more than ever before. So, again, I guess I've been out here too long. But maybe it's uh, it's cool. I, I love it when it rains. I was listening to the rain last night, mm-hmm. you know, just coming down and going, oh, this is awesome. I love was, rain. I was asleep. I was knocked out. I love thunderstorms even more. That's why I can't wait for the monsoon season. Mm-hmm. Love the thunderstorms. Now, you were, obviously, you were spending some time in L.A. I was. What were the talks, rumors, maybe on radio shows, networks that you listen into, going into Kobe Bryant's last game? What are the fans saying? What, what is L.A. saying? That's what I wonder. What is California? You know, honestly, I, how are they feeling about this? Is it really that big of a story? I mean, we're, we're talking like Michael Jordan, you know, um, the the great the great players before yeah. when it's their last time, their last go around. Yeah, this is Kobe's last one coming up this week. His yep. last what three games now, and now in his last one in LA is uh, next Wednesday, I believe. I honestly think that that. Um the Southern California area has kind of gotten sick of mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. They've been kind of over him for about three years. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I, it, I think most people in Southern California would say that Kobe Bryant, when he signed that extension, crippled the organization. And I think the other thing that, that started coming more to bear is that every free agent that they went after, mm-hmm. you know, the free agent was, no, you got Kobe Bryant there. I'm not coming there. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't want to deal with his scrutiny and stuff. And I think Kobe Bryant did not tailor his response appropriately, you know, and saying, hey, all I'm focused on is winning championships. I want to bring in the people who can help us win a championship. You know, it was just, I'm going to push you hard because I'm the man that's going to make it. I, I, I just don't think that that really played well mm-hmm. for a lot of people. And I think when he's not a dominating basketball player, you can get real sick and tired of his ego. Yeah. Real sick and tired okay. of it. So I think they've kind of been over him. Okay. I think they uh, – it's not – the media keeps talking about it. Yeah. But people aren't talking about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I find funny is that it, it people just aren't really talking about it. They, so. they stopped talking about it, like you said, about three years ago. Man. Yeah. They, they kind of the, just – The people, eh. the streets. Yeah. Kobe. Yeah. It's funny. He came out with a commercial uh, that's – Debuted in China. It's, it's, it's made for China, um, yeah. the country. And it's a Nike commercial and talking about, you know, you should hate me. Reasons why you should love me and why you should hate me. You hate me because I ask for greatness. Because I want you to be great. I want. I don't want to be around people that don't want to be great. And I think that's what kind of tied into what has happened in L.A. And Kobe did get to the point. I mean, he drove the... 
you know, the tail out of when he won his championships with Andrew Bynum and Pau Gasol and, you know, uh, Trevor Rees and Matt Barnes and him. I mean, he was literally <laughs> meta world peace. He was striving for greatness out of all of them. And they they did it. They they ended up winning two championships. And I think ever since that moment, ever since that team kind of broken up after that last championship, Phil Jackson moved on, it was like nothing else. They brought in D'Antoni. And I don't think D'Antoni was up to Kobe's level of uh, expectations. And you bring in, I know the Chris Paul trade didn't go through, but you bring in Steve Nash, who was still you know, pretty good basketball player at the time where he could play alongside Kobe and bring in another few. Dwight Howard came in, and I think that really just dropped the bomb right there. Like, you guys bring in this guy, and he's asking for greatness out of, you know, he might be pushing, you know, talking crap, trying to get something out of Dwight, and Dwight's not having it. He's the guy, you know what, I don't need this. I'll move on. And yeah. starts the rumor, nobody wants to go to L.A. Well, he he's weak. Let's, let's be just be honest. He is mentally. Yeah, last night he had ten point seven rebounds against the Phoenix Suns. He's mentally weak. He just is. Dwight Howard, I'm sick and tired of you opening your trap. Just shut up. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know what? Retire. Oh, Do everybody a favor. Go retire. <laughs> Somebody's going to sign him to a yeah, big contract. Enough money. Oh God, yeah, he stole, he stole Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody needs to call the police on that dude because he stole it. <laughs> no, he needs to go. I, I just. So here's here's. Here's the challenge. So you got Bynum, you got Gasol, you got yeah. people that will play second fiddle to the alpha dog. Although Kobe is the ultimate alpha dog, mm-hmm. um, it is his way or the highway. The challenge is you're not going to find a lot of other superstars that aren't that same way. Mm-hmm. As a result, boom, boom, boom. They're going to be button heads constantly. Is that what's wrong with our game? With sports? with Kobe, with Kobe. Okay. I think with Kobe, I mean, you look at other things like LeBron. LeBron is absolutely a superstar. You look at Kevin Durant, absolutely a superstar. But Westbrook is the one who drives that team, mm-hmm. not Durant. I actually think Westbrook isn't given near enough credit for, for who he is. He's I awesome. Love, I love Russell Westbrook. He's awesome. I love what he brings to the table. I, might, I might take him over Durant if I'm starting a franchise. I will take Russell Westbrook over Durant because he's going to come out – not only, you know, he, he does this whole triple-double thing now. You know, before he, he was taking more of those shots right. than trying to throw that extra assist. But now that he's evolved that game into his play, yeah. but he's such a great defender. His yeah. energy on that defensive end, on that defensive side, getting into the open court, you can't stop this man. Well, and, and to do a quick callback, so Scotty Pippen, you think you're going <laughs> to okay. shut down Steph Curry? Yeah. Westbrook can't. There's no way in hell you're going to. No. So no way. You, you are not half the defend, good defender, not half the defender Westbrook is. Westbrook, to me, is the, the best defender in the league because of his athleticism, his speed, his tenacity. He, he's amazing. But all right. I'm sorry I digress. No, no, I got it. But, yeah. but um, Scotty, so yeah. I, I think, you know, Kobe, Kobe just rubs people the wrong way. He's, he's too competitive. He's too, he's too on it. And, mm-hmm. and for me, I think that's the thing that, that destroys it all, um, is that he is not as emotionally intelligent as I would have expected him to be, being the, you know, kind of a, a, a Phil Jackson um, mm-hmm. disciple. I would have expected him to have a little bit more emotional intelligence. Yeah, I can see the people at L.A. being tired of what's going on now. And just the results of the team right now is just dismantled. Oh, and it's... They're pathetic. Yes, it is. 
And <laughs> the Clippers aren't making it that much better either. I mean, <laughs> no. the whole Blake Griffin supposed to be a dominant player. They need and, to trade him. Yeah, I think his time is done in L.A. Agreed. Um, They're better without him. Yeah. And I hope that the Lakers don't draft the Ben Simmons of the world. I don't think he has that dog mentality bone that we talked about before the show. That's what's wrong with sports. I think that's the missing ingredient. That's why when I saw that commercial with Kobe, it's like, yeah, I hate the fact that you put so much pressure on your on your guys around you, but I love the fact that you have that dog in you, and I think that's the missing piece in all sports right now. I think you're right, and that's it for Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. We gotta it's get Friday. out of here. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.